But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, the rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. Another week, oh, I forgot about the doubling for a second. Another week of the Dismal Tide. Welcome back. I'm Brendan. To my left is Mike. Say hi. They can't tell them to your left. It's irrelevant. No, you come up. You're only in the left speakers oh, when I edit it. Mm. No, that's a lie. I made well, that up. Okay. Um, with us, we have returning guest, uh, Ed, and or, as we like to call him, Keepo Man. Hey, guys. How's it going? See, he got it. He said hi. Hey, how, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Things things are great. No complaints. Uh, I've been having people do all their plugs right at the beginning of the show because I'm very forgetful by the end. Do you want to do a plug all your stuff? Sure. You can follow me, Kipo underscore man, on Twitter. And I've started to do a weekly Twitch stream on Sunday nights at between 5 and 8. I'll start. And it's just the worst of YouTube I can find. It's just horrific stuff like Funko Pop collectors, um, arcade professionals, like guys who... Um, I was watching on Sunday. Yeah. They're <laughs> it was really just, bad. Yeah, demons who like push little kids out of the way of claw machine if they see a minion they can win. Um, and just stuff like that. You know, it's fun. People chat. Um, you know, we all look on in horror at the, the car wrecks in front of us, but... Yeah, just it's something fun. You, Good way to Uncle start Funko. the week. You were yes. watching some guy who was like checking out the kids that were vandalizing his claw machine. Yes, claw and, kicker, and just like completely doxing like eight year olds. Yeah, yeah, and, just awful stuff. And at the beginning of the video, he's like, "I don't know if I can put this up for legal reasons." Um, he's like, "I might be facing a lawsuit." And he's like, "But here's the video unedited after." He does this disclaimer. He's, yeah, real piece of crap. Real piece of shit. <laughs> but then just watching these other men just, like, play that quarter machine where you're trying to push all the quarters off the edge. And oh, just, yeah. just watching them play it for a half an hour. There are so many videos on YouTube of people playing coin pushers. Because <laughs> that's what they're called. Like, I've, I've done the research. But there's, it, I can't, you, you wouldn't, you'd be amazed how many people just, like 40 minute videos unedited of them in front of a coin pusher just dropping in quarters and they'll have like 3000 views i don't i don't know who's watching them but i uh i like the people who like explain their small business in youtube videos you're like hi my name is uh, Gerald and i own four vending machines and yes. this is just god damn it it's so bad <laughs> It's just them complaining about the people who buy from, like, the snack machines. It's like, they won't buy these Doritos that expired three months ago. I leave them in the machine. They just won't buy them. And then they complain that they sell out of the stuff I like. It's just, like, the like 
a vending machine is probably the easiest thing in the world to manage this just putting food in a machine and just make sure it's the right price and these guys like they all either like they have like no debt somehow like they just have luck because they didn't go to college they can't get approved for a credit card so they have no debt so they just have so much disposable income and they that's what they do they buy vending machines they buy like laundry mats and then they just get mad at their unintended businesses getting robbed like most 75 percent of the videos are them like their machines getting broken into yeah battling theft it's so good yeah uh i've lost almost 11 dollars worth of inventory the the one guy spent a while complaining about how uh in those big like post soccer game community style bags of chips by uh lays he's like i don't yeah. know why they put the fritos in here the fritos don't sell but still here they are 10 yeah. years later still putting fritos in the maxi max thing whatever they call the the yep. box it's like shut the fuck up dude this is relatable yeah. content <laughs> grinding halt to everything yeah <laughs> uh you're right all right uh Kipo, we always ask everybody this you can be you've already answered this question before so you, you're, you're you're aware how this works what is the dismal tide it's a fun podcast where we talk about the issues of the day in sports, gossip, Twitter, all the fun stuff, the fun parts of um, of sports. I would parts. say, yeah. I gotta start thinking of a different question for people when they come back the second time. I think. Yeah, maybe. Okay. What do you remember from the last episode? Because <laughs> I really, I remember the songs. I can't really remember anything else. Well, no. we wanted to get you back. Well, you didn't really talk about that much else. You guys talked about U.S. soccer a bit. Oh yeah, that that's a whole other yeah. can of worms. Let's it not get into that. Better. No, yeah, we wanted to get you back for a for a normal one. Well, I appreciate that. Timothy Way, uh, I think, has an ACL tear. Yeah, it's it's not good. Stifling his development. I mean, they're just going to be bad forever. Uh, yeah. yeah, there doesn't seem to be anybody in charge who can make any sort of good decision. Yeah, that that's always been their problem is they've never had anyone in the the administrative side that has any idea what they're doing. The the only the the best hope I think is that enough of the very talented kids uh, end up in Europe to the point where the team just becomes good by default. Yeah, like, that's that's the only that if they just just raw skill is the only thing that's gonna yeah get them anybody, anywhere. Anybody, if you, if anyone actually has to like craft a team and like pick guys oh, yeah. who are these sort of like who's the right sort of like six out of ten guy yeah. that we can put in this spot who would be good enough to be a twenty on a twenty three man World Cup roster? Yes, and create. will just they'll just keep on picking thirty five year olds yeah. because they remember yeah. them. Yep. Yeah, there's no like tactical hope for the U.S. national team. It's not like they can just um, they can have a manager who can use a who has a system and could fit the right players into it they just it's never never been the they've never been able to do it also it, it uh greg burhalter seems like the sort of guy who uh paid a lot of attention to like what pe- i bet like uh, uh there are probably coaches all over the country and all over the world who uh know exactly what pep guardiola does and is trying to replicate it with just some guys yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's we're, it's something like a high school coach to do. We're gonna have the fullbacks tuck in the midfield to create an overload and just like just some overwhelmed fourteen year old has no yeah. idea why they're, where they're supposed yeah. to be standing. It's it's not good. It's not gonna be good. Like I'm not looking forward to 
World Cup qualifying. <laughs> to start with uh, some some uh, all-star game related content. Let me try that again. I wanted to uh, start with some all-star game related content. You didn't do that good on the second one either. I wanted to start with some all-star game related content. Mm-hmm. Is that better? All right. I wanted to start with some all-star game related content. That's fine. I'm going to... Oh, but I lost my rhythm. Force, I should just... Force enough. <laughs> um, the first thing I wanted to bring up was this tweet. I'm going to send it to you, Kipo. I don't know if Mikey read through any of these. I saw that it was posted. Um, but this is from The Ringer. And oh, great. It's, a, it's about Damian Lillard. And it's uh, the tweet is from Ringer NBA. Uh, Give us your best NBA rhyme. Because, as we all know, Damian Lillard got to do, I guess, the pregame. He rapped, did he rap before the All-Star game proper or before the skills competition? I think it was the All-Star game proper. No, I think he rapped in the middle of Saturday night. He was like the intermission. Yes. Okay. I, yeah, I didn't watch it, but I think that's what the timeline was. Uh, and it was uninteresting. Let's just call it that. I, I, I was bored most of the time. Um, but then the ringer posted that, too, and uh, I, I got one guy. Who uh, whose whose ringer rap was uh, drop the mic? Nah, I refuse to yield. Hit bombs so hot, call me Buddy Healed. Um, and I took a picture of that guy. I actually tweeted this dude, um, but it's just the dorkiest, most normal looking white man alive. Um, asking people to rap is uh, I would never I would never put anyone in that position. Yeah. Not just asking people to rap, but the ringer audience to come up with um, verses is just it's it, it's not going to work. I'm going to read a few of these, uh, all the same. Uh, that's okay. Not being braggadocious, super califragilistic. Shaq is alidocious. How are we feeling about that, guys? Mm. Not good. And we're going to keep going until we find a good one. I I hate I hate it. If I could delete it, I would. Like if I had moderator powers over. Twitter, that would be the first thing I would delete. Any not rap. not any Trump posts, not any like anything like that. No, it'd be that tweet. Have him shook, like I said, bye to Westbrook. Kobe doing work, two four oh, this is from Lil Wayne. Never mind, I'm not gonna throw that in there. 
Uh, I got a hand that'll rock your cradle, cream you like cheese, spread you on my bagel. My Ford Explorer booming with the clumped up funk. All you jealous punks can't stop my dunks. I thought yeah. That Is that quoting Shaq? I think it was just supposed to be from like Shaq's point of view. Hard to say. R- rapping as Shaq. Have you guys ever listened to Shaq? Any of yeah. his raps? It's uh, it's good stuff. Just the just the how's my ass taste one. I've not uh, listened uh, to any any of the others. Not what's up, Doc? That has a music video to it and everything. Oh no! Oh, it's 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 from the um like the Magic era Shaq. It's good. It's very nine. It's like the most. It's like a very. It's a time capsule. I know people say that all the like. It's very nineties, but it is like it. It's the nineties. A simpler time when when this past is entertaining. When it it must have been embarrassing then too, but it. I don't know. It's, it's was a lot, to, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was never not embarrassing. Yeah, the, the 90s were more sincere, though. There wasn't that irony. Like, people didn't like Shaq ironically rapping. He was kind of always a joke. And, but nobody pretended to like him. You know what I'm... Like, if, if Shaq came out today with that cartoonish rap, people would be like, oh, this is good. This is like, yeah, this is subversive. Not just like, oh, here's a guy who has money and this oh, is. Oh no, you would get those. You you get those awful like Reddit comments where everyone, uh, uh, d- like that that Reddit style of irony where uh, they just uh, basically quoting the, the exact same jokes over and over and over again. Like, uh, yeah. say say I don't know. There's a thread about something that happens at the Grammys and just like I assume Shaq won. It's like ah ha ha ha. Yeah, it, it's um, like. I don't spend much time in comment threads anywhere on Reddit except for the uh, Arsenal and the, the soccer subreddits, and it's just relentless with that shit. Like, yeah. you, you can't mention any... Uh, discussing whoever the uh, best player is, or especially best striker, Will someone will make the exact same Nicholas Bentner joke yeah. about how the greatest striker of all time. And yeah. just like, Nicholas Bentner has been out of the league for years and has been a, a it just it is not it, it's not interesting at all at this point. It just like it was very funny at the time when he was a, a bad player who said that he had it in him to become the greatest player in the world and he, and he didn't and yes, I know we all like to laugh. But people are still doing this like 10 years after the fact because they have nothing else. I'm only 59 so I'm not going to be dunking. Dunking but I can shoot with range like that kid, Duncan. That's just, that does, that's bad, man. It was Come posted on. three days ago. It got zero likes. I'm going to read you his bio from at R underscore Pata. Batman is the best. Breaking Bad broke TV. Hashtag 906 oh, no. raised living in Detroit, <laughs> Detroit Metro. Baseball, basketball fan. Love a good craft beer. He's, that, he's that's a character. 200 that... more followers than I do. That's a character that somebody came up like that. That's too on the nose to be a real person. Like I would come up with that as like a joke. Like Tim I'm Duncan looking at dunked. him right now. Tim Duncan dunked. He didn't yeah. shoot threes. Is his name Bob Party. That's what his. Oh, <laughs> go look at what his first um, tweet is. Um, Bob Party. His what he retweeted. 
<laughs> the, the, <laughs> the e- an EV Funko Pop. Yeah, retweet and follow to win. <laughs> oh, he wants it. Yeah. Let's just, let's just, let's just message this let's guy and tell him we'll buy it for him. Posts. Okay. Um, <laughs> there was a NASCAR crash. I didn't watch the Daytona 500. Is it a bad yeah. crash? Uh, yeah, Ryan Newman got a, a fucked up bad in his Coke Industries car. <laughs> oh, God. K- K-O-C-H. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the bad Coke. Uh, that's okay. No, basically, he uh, got turned into the wall. Um, uh, car started rolling, and while it's on its roof, somebody came underneath and clipped him and just spent, uh, sent it end over end many more times. It landed on his roof again, lit fire, and then slid across the finish line. He was leading when it happened. Uh, I don't know exactly where he finished. Uh, he's got non-life-threatening injuries, but he is in the hospital. Uh, this awesome clip of Obama sticking it to Trump needs to be retweeted until the end of time. Well, that's not his words. So he, he uh, yeah. Oh, he just retweeted that. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, Bob seems like an okay guy. He doesn't seem like he's he's not tweeting anything offensive. He's just live tweeting sports games. He's earnest. Yeah. It's a 100K shot from Jokic. Big, big shot. Did, so did you guys watch the All-Star Game stuff? Did you watch the skills competition? Uh, I watched the skills competition. Uh, I watched a, a, a Bam on a bio one, correct? Yes. It was a good time. I mean, I um, I know that they have to say something, but just like the idea that they they have any predictions for the skills competition, or they're breaking down what has to happen, and they have just like, well, if he only threw the the pass into the donut in one instead of two, he could have maybe shot his three sooner. Like having any analysis over that particular one is really stupid. Oh, it's it's like when people watch the Olympics. And and everyone has an opinion on uh, uh, like short track speed skating. All of right, a right, right, right. Uh, well, when like, it, here's, it, the, here's this thing that you haven't even thought about for since you last saw it, <laughs> and and uh, coming in with uh, all of your predictions on exactly uh, uh, what's what. Now, I would just pick the fastest guy would be what I would do, but turns out it's not so idea. much. It's a good idea. Well, the um, thing about the the skills competition too is watching it as soon as somebody makes a mistake like a mistake like anything like they you know dribble off their foot or they miss the chest pass into the the hole they just give up they just phone it in the rest of the time well there's no yeah there's no way to recover it's just over at that point no if you get to the three-point line first and you miss your first three it's over you know because it all does come down to the three-pointer it is generally over if you if the guy in front of you gets two open threes before you get there it's done it's also a, a weird, a different sort of weird pressure too. <laughs> like, uh, I was, I, I was just watching uh, on ESPN Plus. I was watching the the Hurricanes uh, and uh, the Predators uh, Hurricanes, and between periods, they're just showing stuff from All Star Weekend, and they're showing Thomas Hurdle um, uh, do the thing where you're like breaking all the different targets in the net, and he went four for four on the first of yeah. them, and then on the five, just shot like ten more pucks. And <laughs> just missing all of them, and, it's, and it's like he skates away, and they're just like, "Well, when you know, it's just when it's just you out there, it's a, uh, yeah. it's a different sort of pressure. There's no one can help you." <laughs> yeah, uh, the three point competition, uh, 
I, I was not sober Saturday when we were watching this at my friend's house, so I must have shouted Mountain Dew Splash Zone or whatever the fuck <laughs> they called that shot like 25 times. I was just screaming about the Mountain Dew shots. Mountain Dew yeah. Splash Zone is a lot of fun. I don't remember what they called it exactly, but it was just like the Mountain Dew three-pointer, some shit. It was just like 10 feet back behind the line. You saw it. You saw it. I don't need to explain it to you. Yeah. Uh, the real shameless marketing shit. And then the dunk contest, it was actually kind of entertaining for the first, I haven't watched a dunk contest. I've seen a three-point contest, like, more recently. I haven't seen a dunk contest in eight years. Uh, Aaron Gordon's really good, and he got a little robbed. Yeah. But in the end, it doesn't really fucking Well, my, my big problem with the dunk contest is that every year, no matter how bad or how great it is, Kenny Smith always yells the dunk contest is back. It doesn't matter. Like every year, it's like clockwork. It it could have been, you know, like um, the, nobody. Like in the last round, the guy missed his first four attempts at the dunk, and then got it like a, a watered down version of it. And Kenny Smith will jump up and yell, "The dunk contest is back." It is. He he was scream. He screamed highway robbery like thirty times in a row after yeah. after the other kid won instead of Aaron Gordon. Highway robbery, highway robbery, highway robbery. Okay, we get it. It's a broken system. Apparently they wanted to tie in that last round, but somebody fucked up. And it was like all the yeah, judges talked that. about it. That's that's really funny. <laughs> Wasn't it Dwayne Wade that fucked up? I don't know. I always just assumed it was Chadwick Boseman, because why not? Uh, it, Dwayne it, Wade's outfit was cool. I really appreciated his uh, his uh, turtleneck under the, under the sport coat look. Big old like, Michael Jordan playing baseball earring as well. Do you want to explain all this stuff? Oh, uh, you, should, you should pull up the uh, open the uh, the article um, there. The, yes. No, the the one in the front of the post. Oh, God damn it! There. Oh, I didn't. All right. So something I saw yesterday. Um, oh wait, no, wrong one. Just, you got too many goddamn icons here. So something I saw yesterday from uh, uh, from Twitter user uh, at White, Sh- White Sox Slater um, uh, back after being uh, banned on uh, uh, terrible pretenses for posting the, the picture of Big Dave with the baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire. Um, like so many others have and face no consequences. So it was unfair that he's persecuted in this way. Uh, he's uh, retweeted uh, this woman... Uh, Gina Devashayam and her saying, sad state of American politics, a gay wife, Pete Buttigieg, is leading the pack when a traditional woman has no public appeal. Now, what could this have to do uh, with sports? Not that we uh, have shied away from any political discussion on this. From uh, just yesterday... (laughs) Yankee slugger Brett Gardner has reportedly asked a Bronx judge to keep a crazed fan who calls herself the baseball player's future wife away from him and his family. An attorney for Gardner filed an order of protection against Gina Devashayam last week in Bronx civil court, according to NJ.com, which reported Monday that the Yankees want her banned from all MLB ballparks. 
So this is the same person. Yeah. So the homophobic, um, uh, the, the the homophobic feminist uh, from from online, um, whose uh, username is that genetic signal, which is, uh, <laughs> 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 is stalking Brett Gardner, <laughs> of all people, Brett Gardner, the man with the weirdest head. Yeah, I was gonna say easiest to spot in the crowd. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that that has to be it. Is that you can't miss him. Uh, the HGH head. She is a. Uh... Oh wait, well this makes sense. Her 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 Twitter name makes a little more sense. Um, uh, Devashayam forty six, who says she's the founder of an anti aging biotechnology company, sued Gardner, the Yankees, and MLB last year after she was booted out of Yankee Stadium during a playoff game in October. I request the court to grant me access to the stadium in accordance with MLB fan policy in accordance with the, quote, significant other of MLB player Brett Gardner. <laughs> if this is like a troll, it's a pretty good one. In the, like, I in am the lawsuit, his I am a Yankees fan and also the future wife of Brett Gardner. <laughs> the that Yankees sounds have like sought Yankee to get fans. The law- sought to get the lawsuit thrown out. The but all of her the, her, her? her reasons uh, in here are are really fantastic. Um, they have n- never met, um, but she has claimed in the lawsuit that he has hinted at interest in her. Uh, said in the suit that there is video of Gardner in the dugout shows that he quote motions with his hip on the stairs as though he is having sexual intercourse with me, according to NJ.com. She also claimed Gardner makes quote, a sad face during home games when she does not attend and that three years of romancing online, she started going to games because I see that Brett desires this. A Twitter account for Devashayam is riddled with the references to Gardner. On Valentine's Day, she tweeted, Happy Valentine's Day, Mia Moore, Gardy. How she rocks. many people like this exist? Because I think it's not an insignificant number. How many people fit in Yankee Stadium? Fifty thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So fifty thousand. David, I have told uh, NJ.com that the league is painting her as a deranged, rambling woman on the loose, yeah. and arguing that she is a threat to order and safety. <laughs> uh, you know, based on the last like couple weeks of Major League Baseball, I'm not inclined to agree with them on much. But in this, I think they may have the right of it. It's, well, I mean, that that is like New York fan energy. It just taken to a an extreme where you think you're you're part of the game. It's like Fireman Ed turned up to like 30 where, you know, he thinks he's important to the Jets. Um, like, remember when he quit and like put out a press release? Like, I'm not going to games yeah, anymore. Tra- yeah, that, that was. Uh, oh, God. Uh, the, earlier on the season, uh it might have even been the first game of the year. Somebody scored a touchdown for the Jets and then ran straight into the arms of Fireman Ed, and I was so oh. pissed off. Yeah, but that that's that's basic. It's basically the same type of energy, just directed differently. Where you you're so like enamored with the team, you believe you personally are responsible for their success and failure. I I tried to figure out where Fireman Ed was on nine eleven, but I can't find a good answer. I don't think he was helping. <laughs> no. Oh, he meant like he did 9-11. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd be Yet su- to have an I, alibi. I don't like him, but I'd be surprised. <laughs> I'd, I'd, 
Fireman Ed was going to be the 20th hijacker. <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, this is pretty low-hanging fruit for us. We've done this a thousand times, but why not once more? Uh, from the Athletic uh, Bay Area Twitter account, uh, the Giants will not include Aubrey Huff in their 2010 World Series reunion celebration. Um, and based on what I've read of this, it is it is not because he's uh, a right-winger. It's because he, is, he has crossed the line multiple times, and they can't trust him to not cross the line at least once more. Uh this is beautiful. This is w- no more than he deserves. Kurt Schilling walked so Aubrey Huff could run. Hell yeah. Just He just loves posting. Um, he, he loves posting so much, and he's so mad. Yeah, did he have anything to say about this? I don't know if he's released a statement yet. Um, I, I would hope so, because then we can read it. But I'm looking. He... Yeah, if you banned all the Trump supporters from attending your baseball-related events, uh, now, uh, uh, usually people on the right say things like, wow, way to lose half your audience. Although, if in the case of baseball, I think that would be true. <laughs> um, I don't. It would believe- be more than half. Yeah, I don't believe that's true when someone says it to Keith Buckley from Every Time I Die. Um, but the... But yeah, Aubrey Huff has proved um, time and time again that he is a danger to himself and others and his children should be taken away by the state or at least go back to live with their mother uh, considering that he is powerfully divorced. Well, I have some good news for you. I have a statement, yeah. Yes, that is it. That was my good news. So (laughs) you can go ahead. Uh, All right. Well, I'm just going to start reading it. If I get bored, we're going to stop. Uh, it's his pinned tweet on his Twitter account. This is again Aubrey Huff, and he, it says, uh, "It's true." Three three weeks ago, I had a call with Larry Bear. I'm gonna stop right there. Larry Bear, who was, wrestled his wife that time and was suspended for months, had to call Aubrey Huff to say that his behavior yes. was inappropriate. <laughs> okay, I could probably get more than a sentence into this. Three yeah. weeks ago, oh, go ahead, Kipo. I'm sorry. No, no, I was going to say, like, it, it just does, I am I skimmed it. It is just pro- basically, like, Trump speak. You know, he talks locker room humor, um, ends with hashtag MAGA 2020. But this is, I think the, the important thing is here, it says, what I asked why I wasn't invited, he told me that the board didn't approve of my Twitter posts and my political support of Donald Trump. I, that's, oh, that's how you control the narrative. He brings this up right here, the thing that I said. I find this whole yeah. thing very hypocritical coming from a man who had his had his share of real controversy for pushing his wife, for which he had to take a break from the Giants and issue a formal apology. All I did was tweet. Gotta post. Love the post. Gotta post more. Gotta, gotta tweet well, more. Well, what you did, what he we, tweeted is is still part of the issue. Just the, it, It's the, uh, like, oh, um, uh, not to... Uh, all right, I was going to say not to quote a, a drill tweet, but yes, to quote a drill tweet, just like, oh, you persecute Jared Fogle just because he has different beliefs? Like, it's, yeah. it's that. It's a, All I did is tweet. All I did was post my opinion online, and, and all of a sudden, the, uh, the, the my, my life becomes a snake pit? I, I, don't, I don't see why. Well, all I did was advocate for human trafficking. What's wrong <laughs> with that? We talked about that on the show, too. We live in a country that is under attack. Society is desperately trying to take our First Amendment 
take away our First Amendment, our freedom of speech, and our freedom of political association. Uh, I was trying to explain this to the only coworker I talk about on the show. But I was trying to. He, I said something along the lines of like, "No, I'm in favor of of stronger censorship on the internet. There are some people who we don't need to group together. Not saying Aubrey Huff is quite that extreme, but like, uh, I I I then explained to him the group that I heard about through Truanon, the uh, the AMAP group or something like that, which is the the organization of child of pedophiles, and they have like different classifications for themselves and meetups. Oh, I and, think I've seen some of their posts, and it is bleak. And and he's he just, like, so stunned that these people even exist. And he's like, yeah, so I'm not talking about you Ben Shapiro twerps. Like, you guys can yeah. fucking shout down a sh- shout into the canyon all you want. I'm talking about the people who are trying to rape kids. Like, <laughs> yeah. we can probably corral them. He's like, oh, yeah, I guess we could probably do that. Like, we need to stop anti-vaxxers. Like, those are the type of people who shouldn't be allowed to have a platform. Right. You're killing people. Like, that poor kid. I like that when this came out about Aubrey Huff, that really all <laughs> the only thing I saw about him was just like, because uh, the guy that we like, Chris Towers, he was talking about how bad he was in all the postseasons that he was with the Giants, and somebody just like the only positive thing I saw about it was like, yeah, but he he had that rally thong. And it's like that's it. That's all anybody has to say. Well, my guy John Heyman, I don't know if you saw him last night. No, he had a tweet pro- like right when the story broke, the athletic story. He had a tweet where it's like, I don't know if they can do this. Aubrey Huff was a very important part of the um, the Giants. Here it is. The San Francisco Giants put on a good show as anyone. It's always a great time at their games. But I think Huff should be included in their celebration. There's no hiding that he was a key member of their 2010 World Series winning team. And then about, I don't know, two hours later, the tweets are right. Huff's awful tweets are enough reason not to invite him. It seems Giants fans understand and agree with the team's call. I do, though, feel some sympathy for Huff, who suffered a tragic, traumatic event in childhood. So it's like... What John, event? I don't know, but John Heyman is a my favorite baseball dumbass. <laughs> uh, we got this one from Aubrey Huff as well. Uh, we got a, a tweet from 95.7 The Game, a San Francisco radio station that was uh, saying that he, Aubrey Huff was going to be on at 8.30 in the morning. And then Aubrey Huff retweeted that and commented on it and said, When you're so butthurt on the air, the host of the show actually starts yelling and crying as he angrily hangs up on the guest. Had a blast being on the show. Thanks, fellas. Sounds like it went well. I... Okay, his, his dad died when he was a kid. It wasn't like it was anything too horrific that sure. would excuse, um, you know, advocating for child slavery. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, once they get a taste of that yeah. sweet American freedom. Yeah, this isn't like some cycle of abuse thing. It was just... The, he, yeah, no. He, he, he was not uh, sex trafficked, and which in turn made him believe it, that that was okay. That had to be the tweet. It had to be the sex traffic tweet, right? Uh, <laughs> I think that probably tipped it over the edge. I think... Uh, I bet he probably even could have skated by on the teaching his children to kill Bernie Sanders stuff. Right. But... Uh, but I think the the actually not just saying that we go uh, <laughs> capture all the women of Iran, but I think when he I think the diagram that he drew is probably what tipped it over the edge, because um, what, like, imagine what if your boss found that? <laughs> say say you just say you accidentally emailed that to your boss. Uh, which one, so, the Bernie Sanders one? I'm no, the, the the drawing of the Iranian right, women. Okay, they're like they're, 
Would would you have a meeting about that? (laughs) I don't think you'd have a meeting. I think you would just like it would be if one of those situations where if you had like a scan card to get in, it wouldn't work and there'd be (laughs) police waiting for you. I don't know. Usually it lights up green after I swipe in. Now it's just red. I don't understand. It just, you see them looking at it and you look at them and they look at you and you just say, I have to go now. (laughs) I I actually, I, yeah, I found the tweet that, um, that I think made the Giants ban Huff. It's, um, I wanted to watch Birds of Prey for the sole purpose of watching Margot Robbie scantily clad, dressed, playing a high psychotic tattoo chick with a baseball bat. Something about her character is extremely arousing to me. Tell me I'm not the only one. I think that was the tweet. <laughs> uh, here's the thing I wanted to watch. Uh, Aubrey Huff was on uh, an episode of... The Rational Male. Yeah, The Rational <laughs> oh, no. The Rational Male on YouTube. He was on there about a month ago, and I think that's probably when we were talking about the... Uh, the... the that, kidnapping Muslim women. It tweet. is such a perfect name for, like, uh, uh, the, the sort of, like, smart, dumb guy kind of thing. The the rational male it 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 it's it sounds look like... at the difference of this guy in the picture when you when you mouse over and you see what you actually get oh yeah. very <laughs> very uh, prison planet very uh, low very Paul Joseph Watson sort of uh, difference between the uh, the, uh, the picture and reality Gateway Pundit has a lot of that as well because Gateway Pundit of course has um, nearly died like eleven times. So the uh, what what's his name, Jim Hoft or something? Yeah, that's I, it. Yeah, he, uh, he he just once a month, uh, just like survives like a car bombing, <laughs> and but the, the <laughs> pictures that he uses of himself, <laughs> or like yeah, or gets like a blood disease, and the, and the pictures that he uses of himself have look absolutely nothing like him. <laughs> I don't even know where he finds them. I uh, paid someone a lot of money for that. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to the uh, the rational mail. I'm gonna listen to it at double speed and see if I can get anything good out of it. Probably, it's it's probably pretty fucking good. Uh, and then learn how to have a success mindset. I, you know what? I don't have a success mindset, so it couldn't hurt. Uh, yeah. And, and anything else on Aubrey Huff? Yeah, he's cool to me. I like him. I think he's not. Yeah, one of the greats. But our final post is one that uh, I think Kipo brought to my attention in the uh, 
the Discord for our new Fantasy Baseball League. Uh, the original tweet is from Rob Harris. It says, Breaking Man- Manchester City banned from Champions League for two seasons by UEFA and fined 30 mi- million euros. To which Buffalo Wild Wings responded, That's how you punish a team that, che- that cheats. And the entire city of Houston exploded. They were so upset with B-dubs. Um... So upset that I, like you, Kipo, oh, yeah, stop. we got that classic Republican. <laughs> Is that Republican someone cutting out. up a gift card? Yes. Yes. They know that that's sunk cost now, right? They yeah. can't get that back. I had that pulled up when you said <laughs> when you started talking about it. I brought up the gift card tweet. The gift card tweet is so good. It's, it's, now that gift card is just pure profit for what Buffalo you, Wild What Wings. do you think? Is it 25 bucks? Yeah, it it was probably in like the office. Like that was what everybody in the office got was a gift card. Yeah, they got got a bulk discount. Yeah, like like they had like a bucket of gift cards, and you reached in and like, oh, oh, I didn't get the CVS. I got the Buffalo Wild Wings. I guess I'll take it. I I thought the funniest response to this, as far as like actually trying to make a point to Buffalo Wild Wings, was just the one uh, where they it's just a screenshot of. The cities with the most Buffalo Wild Wings locations, <laughs> and Houston has ten, and the next closest has eight. And it's just like, all right, maybe you should have seen this one coming a little bit. But. Well, I don't know. Well, you know what? They're probably franchisees. And uh, oh yeah, hit. sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> That's, that was my that was my only real yeah. observation on it is that uh, they may all be independently owned, and as such, uh, let them deal with it. We gotta. We're, we're trying to do jokes online. Yeah, it was a verified account that said, looks like there's at least 10 Buffalo Wild Wings in Houston. Wonder what the employees at those locations think about this tweet from corporate. A guy named Matt Young, Houston Chronicle Digital Sports Editor. I don't think that the Buffalo Wild Wings has suffered that much in the in the wake of this. I'm sure no. they're doing fine. I also discovered that there's a chain in Texas, a wing chain called Pluckers. Yeah, that's the one thing I learned from this thread was all of the other, like, uh, mom-and-pop wing places. Everybody's like, I'm never going back to the Buffalo Wild Wings. And, like, Pluckers, the official tweet th- uh, handle would come up and just like, hey, us, though. You've come, no, you come over here. We let you bang on the trash can. Let you do whatever you want in here. Piss all over the floor. I don't care. They, it's, they're, they're right, though, Buffalo Wild Wings. They've, uh, they've got the right attitude. Now, imagine... They've got the right attitude, but I don't need brands tweeting things like this. Like, no. Just shut the fuck up. Imagine what a postseason ban would be like in a in, in a sport like baseball or any sort of like franchise sort of thing where, uh, where none of the players can really leave and go anywhere else because they're all under contract. <laughs> and like you, um, you would just have to play out the entire year and then just for nothing. Like you... You, yeah, you, I know. You, you just you, get the. You, you can't can even get the farm team guys up because then you start yeah. their clock too early. Yeah, you just gotta grind it out. You win a hundred games and then just go home. That should honestly be the uh, the punishment here. Well, they, ban. Yeah, but the other thing they do in soccer is you know deduct points. So they should start like um, the Astros with like thirty losses, and they have to you know if they're gonna make the playoffs, they're gonna make that up. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Yeah, it would have to be like yeah, the, an, an asterisk uh, asterisk on there. 
uh, where, uh, you know, it always just whatever their record is, it's just uh, parentheses uh, with uh, and then the actual re- record uh, as uh, as it pertains to the point deduction. Yeah, and not like we have to. The onus is on us to actually figure it all out. But there there'd have to be some sort of way. You gotta help the team because yeah, you division. can't suspend everybody because they actually have to play the games. Um, so uh, it, it's that sort of penalty would would be the way. Yeah. Um, although, when is too late to actually put that in place? I think the only real thing that would actually work that would never happen is to make them play empty stadium games not on tv because that's how they make all their revenue yeah that would that would having to do all these games closed doors would be fantastic because uh i mean a a lot of teams end up playing in stadiums with less than ten thousand people in them yeah Uh, especially like on those midweek games especially in like cold weather cities um or tampa but they um but I can't even imagine how much money they would lose if they had to do that. I mean, people people wouldn't even be watching on TV because it would just be weird and unsettling to play to watch games that have zero atmosphere. Yeah, It'd be I like mean, when, when you find all that stuff, like if you scroll all the way to the right on like ESPN Plus and just find like the um, uh, weird uh, college soccer yeah. games, like the um, Big Sky men's volleyball. Um, Division three um, yep. matchup between like the seventh and eighth place team. Yeah, the only sound is the the is the people hitting the ball and the sound of the players. Yep. They did that. Somebody had to play a game with no crowd within the last like five or six years. Somebody fucked up. Two teams fucked up. I don't. Was it the White Sox and somebody else had to do a, a game it with no crowd and it was just so strange. I think it was the White Sox. White Sox, no crowd. White Sox Orioles in 2015, the crowdless game. I'm clicking the uh, due to civil unrest in Baltimore following the death of oh, Freddie Gray in an African American. Oh. Blah 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 blah. The uh, so the decision was made to play the game at Camden Yards without allowing any fans to attend. The scheduled event starting time was also moved up to the afternoon for security reasons. Uh, there was just reporters and press and stuff, but no fans. <laughs> yeah, the, I remember that. That yeah. was um, the there were white... some good good tweets coming out of that from um, people from like Andover, Landover, whatever you call it. Like Andover. not actually from Baltimore, like outside of Baltimore. People tweeting, if you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Guys with Oakleys. <laughs> That's what they get. Um, yeah, the, the the amount of outrage that just stupid fucking people had when they saw them start to loot that CVS. I don't know if you remember oh, that. Yeah. I believe they burned well, a CVS. And they're, everybody's just going like, yeah, you see, they burned down yeah. their own neighborhood. It's like, in First, what, in what a, part it's a is CV, a CVS? Yeah, that was St. Louis. CVS that makes me press. Oh, that was St. Louis? Yeah, that was Mike, that was Mike Brown, yeah. And it was so, like. There's so many of them. Fuck. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like. That CVS probably treated those people like shit whenever they walked in there. Like they had, you know, the security guard following them around. And that CVS means nothing to the probably the people who lived in that community. Yeah, I, it, CVS uh, makes me press a button uh, when I need deodorant and <laughs> the music stops. Stinky ass over here. Yeah, the, the music stops. Uh, so like whatever, like hand in uh, pocket or whatever stops playing. 
And then uh, it says, customer service needed in deodorant. And then I have to stand there <laughs> and wait for uh, an employee to come over and not make eye contact with me. Wait, deodorant. The thing. You do and, know deodorant, how valuable it is, though, right? Because they just locked away a 70-something-year-old man in Rikers for 30 days for stealing a stick of deodorant. Oh, did they? Yeah. Se- seems fair. It's like, they're like six bucks. It is more expensive. What, what's this say on the front here? Oh, they don't have the price tag on this this one. My uh, my thing of Old Spice here. Now, uh, CVS uh, also, as I understand it, though, has a no-pursuit policy. So I think the the way to do it is you stand there patiently smiling and get handed the deodorant, and then you uh, take it and then just go straight out the door. And I, <laughs> oh, they have no chase. You said? Uh, I think so. And uh, I, I don't. Just making a list of no chase. Though. You might have your one like sort of renegade um, CVS employee, but especially being here, I've been walking into the CVS when the alarm is going off while someone is just moving very quickly, and there's a couple of employees like standing around the door, and everyone's just like, whatever, it's it's gone. I, okay. uh, I, I did one year at college. I. I they needed me to buy like a four hundred dollar textbook, and I was just like, "This isn't happening. I cannot afford it." So I, I just like stood outside the bookstore and watched what happens when the alarm goes off, which is nobody moves for a while, and then the security guard comes over, and you just open your bag and just like point at stuff, and they go like, "All right, get out of here." So I just took the book. You're just casing the book. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. University bookstore. <laughs> hey, easy. Well, yeah, that's... You're that's take the, my degree away. It's the same policy as Walmart. That's all they do there. I remember I went to Walmart once and just watched a guy walk out the door with a, like a 55-inch TV with the alarms <laughs> blaring. He just didn't stop. No, it's, it's... Really, it's confidence. It all comes down to confidence. Oh, yeah. Don't... Don't look like you did anything wrong. I, I Yeah, I realized that after I saw it like twice... Uh, if the alarm goes off and you just like throw your arms out to the side and just like what the fuck and just kind of like look around, and just go, yeah. like, no, this isn't me. Just keep walking. Yeah, you're good. Just <laughs> yelling, just, just saying no one. Just go. I paid for this. Just the yeah. fuck it is. <laughs> you just gotta put like stolen goods inside of everybody leaves before you just like pocket. So it just it's just going off and going off and going off. And yeah. You get there, it goes yeah. off again. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, you, you just, just, just roll something you, through the thing. Must be broken I mean, the, today. Yeah, the real trick is just you. If you go through self checkout, you just mark everything as bananas, and <laughs> that way you still have the long receipt, and you can hold it up as you're walking out, Got and it. keep walking. That's like a street fight thing. I think that's a murder Brian thing. You can, yeah. If uh, also, if you have like your one uh, uh, expensive item, you could scan the rest so you get your bag and receipt, and then just keep the other thing in your hand. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Because if you you can't put anything in the bagging area because they got that scale uh, down bottom. Also, the uh, self checkout encourages uh, theft because it's uh, stupid and impossible to use. No, I love self checkout. I mean, first of all, it's wage theft. That's, like, let's just start there. That's number one. Yeah, sure. they're, they're taking a job away from somebody who could just be um, a, a good job to have when uh, you're. Uh, uh, for for any uh any teens uh or for that matter anyone who needs it but you can just dick around you could it's a cvs was a job for a long time where you could just stand and dick around behind the counter and nothing mattered and uh, now it, and now they've got rid of those jobs for the, the people who want and need them 
It's funny you bring that up. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to someone that I like a great deal. His name is Andrew Yang, and he espouses something called the Freedom Dividend. Are you, mm. you, are you familiar with this? Um, Dude's going to give you $1,000. Well, he was. Not anymore. What? It's over. What? Yep. No! It turns out his internet support made it his campaign look more inflated than it was. Is he could barely, you know, get a percentage in New Hampshire. Um, we have one last tweet. I forgot there was one more. Um, and this is maybe the best thing that happened this week, which is I'm glad I didn't forget it. Oh, yeah, go on. From uh, at Raskin Daily Mail, Toronto, 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 Toronto Blue Jays catcher Reese McGuire was arrested oh, yeah. last week for masturbating to a hardcore p- porn video while in the front seat of his car in a Dollar Tree parking lot in Florida. <laughs> yes, that. Well, I mean, I nowadays so you can't go anywhere. Yeah, you can't go anywhere without being in front of a Dollar Tree. So I think if you jacked off anywhere in public, they could claim. <laughs> You were in front of a Dollar Tree because there's They're one on almost every you. corner now. Yeah, it's like like having a dime bag in a school zone, but in your house. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, is this whole place a school zone? Is everywhere in Florida a Dollar Tree? Yep. It's either you're jacking off in front of a Dollar Tree in Florida or Publix. There's no, there's no other place. It is the most embarrassing thing that has happened to an active major leaguer in some time. I more embarrassing than. Because I, I found the Le'Veon Bell and LeGarrette Blunt like, going out to their car and smoking a joint was very funny, but also pretty embarrassing because you're at practice. And this is worse than that. I really can't think of a worse one than this, a more embarrassing one for the fellas to have over you. Uh, I think Plexico Burst shooting himself is okay. probably the one that, that – like that's – it's a different level of embarrassing, but that it's on the same type of – they're different crimes, but the same type of embarrassing, because you end up in jail. The uh, I, I I thought the whole situation was broken down very well in in the baseball Discord. Uh, one, you pointing out the Dollar Tree is a good place to get a pair of dress socks and a pinch, but yeah. Also, um, uh, yeah, I, I think Herc is saying that uh, you probably get stuck with a roommate at spring training, so you got to go uh, get some time alone somehow, <laughs> and. Yeah, Osik just say they got <laughs> sharing an apartment with three other guys and got too horny to wait for the bathroom, which I guess is entirely <laughs> possible. Um, I I don't know. Also, um, uh, even if it weren't, it's uh, they 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 sweeten the the story by saying hardcore pornography. But even if it wasn't, yeah, the, the it, pornography yeah. is not what's <laughs> is in it, question here. Yeah, you can what watch if he pornography was, in your car? Yeah. What if he was just watching like Red Shoe Diaries or something, something like some Skinnerbacks? <laughs> Who are we to judge? What is when you think of like a uh, a soft core like Skinamax flick? What do you what do you guys what comes to mind? What's the what's the one that's stuck in your memory the most? Because um, it's always like almost always one from when you were like twelve. Yeah, uh, the the titles that I remember um, are the the girl with sex ray eyes, um, and there was one called uh, Witches of Breastwick. I remember that. That's the one that I remember. It was on HBO Zone or something I, like the fifth I, HBO I always, channel. I always remember one of them on C- Cinemax, I think. I don't remember what it was called, but it was basically just like an ancient Egyptian goddess came back to life and just, just fucked everybody one at a time. 
There were always a lot of vampires. That's. I think I vaguely remember a vampire one. What is like? What's the? What's, is this guy gonna get like in trouble? In trouble? Like, what's gonna happen to uh, Reese McGuire? Well, it is uh, certainly a. I mean, you could potentially be become a sex offender for that, right? I. I think in any other state but Florida, you probably would, but I don't know down there. It's a... The complaint claimed that as she, the complainant, I'm sorry, uh, claimed that as she exited her vehicle, she could clearly see the driver of the Mercedes had his pants fully down and stroking his penis. Yeah, he's <laughs> going on a list. So, so he just like pulled into a parking spot. It seems he's <laughs> yeah. like you yeah. got a back corner. This one man, <laughs> I missed. I missed Co saying. I'd like to hear his side of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Misdemeanor uh, exposure of sexual organs. That's what he was charged with. Uh, yeah. We he's... also. Sorry. McGuire <laughs> <laughs> was reportedly cooperative with police and did not deny the accusation. Allegedly telling cat the cops, "I'm so sorry. This is really embarrassing." <laughs> <laughs> We also missed the the Toronto Sun headline, which is just carjacking. Uh, yes. <laughs> Batter up. Jay's Reese <laughs> McGuire arrested for allegedly masturbating in busy parking lot in Florida. More on page three. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how busy it really was. Again, I feel like uh, it's uh, of all the people you expect to, uh, to catch in that situation as well. Imagine being told after the fact, just like, he plays for the fucking Blue Jays. You believe that? Like the, the cop <laughs> telling you? <laughs> well, that's going to have a whole nother layer on top of it is he has to cross the border a lot. So oh, will yeah. this criminal conviction, <laughs> if he's convicted, will this misdemeanor cost him his career? Uh, keep him and his penis over <laughs> he's in Toronto. Gonna, he's going to have to demand a trade. <laughs> He's going to take sanctuary in Toronto, in Canada. Like, Trudeau's going to give him, um, like, sanctuary. Uh, he's only going to play for, home for games. this crime. Yeah. <laughs> there, um... Police discovered the pornographic video when Wire unlocked his phone to give officers the address <laughs> at which he is staying during spring training. Oh, no, he, this is in Florida. So it's not in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. Yeah, Either no, way, saying, like, the border. Are they going to like smuggle him back into Toronto before he can be um, arraigned? I mean, he's already been arraigned, but before the trial, and then keep him, protect him, not not um not let him be um sent back to the U.S. for the trial. Why can't I think of that very simple word? Extradition. Yes. He's going to become like a a hero. A Canadian hero, like a freedom fighter. <laughs> He's going to be on Aubrey Huff's podcast. This is, yes. uh, this is our generation's uh, uh, draft dodging. Is that yes, if exactly. Ran, ran <laughs> away to Canada after you got caught jacking off in your car. Yes. <laughs> got bone spurs. Yeah. <laughs> bone spurs. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Other people yep. jacking off in their car in solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Joe bought the other day Now he's gone and all they say She got no left cause life goes on Now I see a model too I can't miss my life like you Gotta live it I think it's alright, but I do.
Somebody else said, like, as long as he's in, like, a Kellen Winslow situation, which, like, that yeah. was, that was, uh, very fucked what up. What was that? Kellen Winslow would just be, like, you'd walk in the locker room and Kellen Winslow was just watching porn and, and jerking off. Junior, of course. His father, I don't know. Um. I didn't know about that. That's uh, awful. But, yeah, that, well, that, that all came out, um, when, after, when, when he got arrested for rape and those stories came out and then everyone just goes, oh, well, that makes a little more sense now it's just like he's just a uh there's something very wrong with him that was and not to lump him in with this but uh when we had when we had lizak on and he was telling us about like the pranks that greg maddox used to play where he would just like piss on people in the shower yeah. it's like this <laughs> is not a prank greg maddox it's great. Is just, he's just sexually assaulting <laughs> people that's what pranks used to be like in the in the 90s that's every prank involved a penis. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Aubrey Huff wore a thong for in 2013. Is you know. Well, I guess that's um Charles Haley, um back in the 90s. This was I think it was Charles Haley and the um there was a book about the the 90s oh, yeah. cowboys, and he would just sit in the back of meetings and this was you know pre cell phones and just start jacking off, and like the back of like his uh, in the defensive line meetings. I I I think that was also him who just like would just walk up behind somebody when they were sitting down and just, like, take his dick out and just put it on their shoulder. And this was yeah. just the biggest man of all time. Yeah, so there's nothing you can really do about it. <laughs> One I of mean, the greatest winners in NFL history. <laughs> just his his, his nine-inch flaccid hog just secret, resting on your what, shoulder. Secrets to success. Man's got five Super Bowl rings. Well, I do say all the time that to be that good at anything, just some part of your brain has to be broken. Yeah. And maybe that just also broke with it. That's why Tom Brady kisses every member of his family on the lips. <laughs> open open That's mouth. That's his brokenness. Yeah. Uh, um, well, I think that that's it. I think that we've covered it all um, or uncovered. Wait, I Actually, uh Running through people who are like the collectively like the best at what they do. So Brady is the. Do we do we know anything weird about uh, Ovechkin? Or like Wayne Gretzky or something? Oh, well, there's a Gretzky thing where he pisses his pants. He pisses his pants during games. Oh, he's <laughs> just that committed. Yeah, I, I know there is something about Ovechkin, but it's not coming to me right now. But it was the classic Derek Jeter stuff. Um, yeah, Derek Jeter, the, like uh, yeah, Jeets, yeah, Jeets, uh, would yeah. Um, the gift I, I also, my favorite, one of my favorite ones, and nowhere near the level of any of the other people we're talking about. But Pat Burl would just go to like college parties in Philly and just go to like, hey, who wants to fuck Pat Burl tonight? That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was who wants to sex Matumbo is one of the the famous ones. Okay, the Kempe Matumbo. <laughs> who wants to sex Matumbo? There's... There's a uh, there's a tweet from like ten years ago, um, per- perhaps even more. Um, it could have even been a screenshot from Facebook, but it's words that have stuck with me forever. And it is just someone posting like a Facebook status in broken English, and it just said, "Who will like to sork my dick?" <laughs> and I've 
I've been desperately trying to find it for years and years. Yeah, you've been stuck on that one for like four lo- years. Now. I think it's I, I I love it, but the um... well, one of my favorite stories along this line is the Pedro Martinez interview with Sports Illustrator for Kids, where they ask him like who his favorite actress is, and he says like I want to um fuck Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, Pedro, that's not inappropriate for kids. It's like, that's inappropriate for kids. He's like, so he's like, I want to have sex with Sandra. <laughs> let me, let me, oh, I'm sorry. Was I being down. crass? Pedro, um, he, uh, he, he had that, uh, he, he had like his own personal mascot for a while. He had that. Yeah. Uh, Nelson De La Rosa, the yeah, star of, that- um. Who the remake died. of Doctor, yeah, he was the acted alongside Brando in the remake of um, Isle of Doctor um, Moreau. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he was um, he was around the 2004 team. Yeah, he sadly has passed. <laughs> yeah, the 2004 Red Sox, who are all just juiced out of their minds. Yeah, uh, by the I I absolutely love John Henry comparing. Uh, trading Nomar to trading Mookie. Oh Betts. God, that that's the worst comparison maybe ever. It's just like here, here is like, we were guys... all done with Nomar. By the time Nomar got traded, he, like everyone was ready to like pay pay for his gas to get him out of town. No, like after our... after he had that wrist surgery, he the, yeah. Like, he... Well, there, there was the famous. I think it was against Oakland. It was a Sunday night baseball game, and he it went into extra innings, and he was the only guy. He wouldn't go into the game. He wouldn't pinch hit. So he just was sitting on the bench, and the camera kept showing him sitting in the dugout by himself. And that was it. That was like that was the last I ever wanted to see of him. I remember, and th- this is like th- this is a sort of uh, a very red ass uh, thing to <laughs> to uh, pick out. But I remember in two thousand three, in like the, the cowboy up Red Sox, when everyone shaved their head, and he's just like, "No, my wedding's coming up." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like you have two inches of hair. <laughs> like, what you, yeah, stop. There's, there's there's not a whole lot. Like this will come back very soon. Yeah, it was a, it it was it's a complete like John Henry. He's at like all sports owners are huge pieces of shit assholes. I'm just gonna preface it with that. But he's so successful. He's been so successful at Liverpool now and with the Red Sox and, but he just he seems like such a total idiot. And I, I don't get like they don't know how to do PR somehow. Like they, that press conference yes the other day was it was atrocious. And then they ended it with a ticket sales pitch. They had <laughs> no. Sam What's Kennedy Red Sox outfield ten games pack ten game uh, package is still available. Yeah, you have the outfield right now is Benintendi, Bradley, um, Verdugo when he's healthy, and they just signed Kevin Pillar as the fifth outfielder. J D Martinez cannot field. I mean, he'll play right. some games in right field, but he's a DH. But yeah, he's it'll DH. be Pilar will be starting in right field probably. So that's, that's going to really be inspiring. But he'll make some really good plays and make all the Red Sox fans forget he can't hit. Yeah, so when he whiffs on that, they're going to lose. Nine. I, they're yeah. going to be they're, they're a third place team. I mean, I love watching Sander Bogats and Rafi Devers. Can you say it's, that it's gonna, name again? That is the I know, most awesome I said I've bad. ever heard you sound. Xander Bogarts, I said it right. Oh there. man, I know. And, and Raphael oh, Devers, and um, like those guys are so much fun to watch. But it's just going to be so they the, the pitching. There's no, 
There's no you pitching. Have, there's two those two guys on offense, but really beyond that, yeah. First I mean, Martinez, Mitch Moreland, right? Yep, Mitch is back. Um, Isn't there Brock another uh, outfielder prospect coming up? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> they have their their farm system is completely empty. I mean, Chavis will play second base. Chavis, um, I forgot about yeah. Him. Well, he's he's funny. Is he two years ago had that got the eighty one games for HGH. So last year's power probably isn't going to last. Is my mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, and they just signed. Um, who'd they sign today? Um, oh, Jonathan Lucroy will be the backup catcher to Christian Vasquez. It's going to be a great season. Yeah. Jonathan Lucroy, uh, a big Trump guy. Yep. Uh, he uh, again. Uh, I found that out because um, the day uh, Trump was elected. Uh, he retweeted the bass player from the band Red saying, make America great again. Yeah. It's, but if you really want to know how Boston fans fail, like the, the stereotype of Boston fans, there are a lot of people who are more upset about them not re-signing Brock Holt than they were about them trading Mookie Betts. <laughs> Brock, Brock Holt just seemed like, just seemed like a nicer guy. I don't know. I can't, can't <laughs> he he hustled. <laughs> Something about him. He seemed trustworthy. Yeah. Uh, is Dustin Pedroia still technically an active player? Yes, but he is not in camp, and he had another setback in the offseason. So it's all, one it's of all his very David injuries. Wright at this point. Yeah, that's sort of who has yeah, he's, he's, he's never going to play again. Yeah, he's still also, making like $16 million a year, so just stay which, on the team. Yeah, and honestly, that contract's not bad for the production he gave the team, but there was talk about making him player-manager, and it's like, do you know Dustin Pedroia? <laughs> like, he's not the type of guy to lead, I would say. He's a very, like, he's that type of baseball Prick. guy. Yeah. He's Where he's, like, too emotional. Yeah. He's making, he's making uh, 13 mil this year, 12 mil next year. So, yeah, he'll probably just coast. Maybe they'll yeah. buy him out before next year. Just like, hey, you can you can retire now. It's okay. We'll give you your $12 million. Yeah, 18 it, million deferred from uh, uh, 2021 to 2028. Not bad. Well, the big Red Sox story today that... Oh, he still has 18 million. It's blowing up the internet is that they're still interested in getting Will Myers from San Diego for some like, reason. Who fucking cares? <laughs> it, he's awful. My memory he's of Will Myers player, yes. was 2013. I was at yeah. game one of the ALDS against Tampa. And... Tampa was playing, like, they had the lead. Ball hit to right field. Myers misses it by about 10 feet. It flies over his head, and the Red Sox just rolled the rest of the game. Uh, I only really remember he he really made, he made, like, a decent contract in San Diego, didn't he? he yeah. He, like, he went to, it was Tampa Bay, right, where he just, like, came out on That's where he was, fire. Yeah. And they traded him, I think, for James Shields. Yes, um, no, he never really signed much of a contract. Oh, yes, he did. And he's making he's making twenty million dollars. He's making twenty, but it's only thirteen against the cap for some reason. So that's why the Red Sox want him, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's still thirteen. Yeah. Uh, but he was making three million dollars last year. Did when did he sign the twenty million sixty million dollar contract? He's got twenty million this year, next year, the year after. Why the hell would the Red Sox want him? Because they're stupid. They they like they want to copy the Tampa strategy for success. That's why they hired Heim Bloom. But 
you're you don't need to the third most valuable sports franchise group in the world you should be spending money <laughs> like that's why the the A's never won a title like their system was great but then every other team stole it and spent money and that's how they won it's it's one of the, it's it's bad like it's going to be a it's going to be an awful season no the the A's should have a title probably at this point and the Rays should probably have a title and if on any of those close years you said hey what if we let you spend 50 million more dollars this year would you have done, like yes they would have done it and they probably yeah. would have won it's really stupid um i also was thinking i well i i was thinking just like man this next cba these these players they could have these guys over a barrel and then i uh, i listened to a i think a, a fan tracks uh podcast about it where they brought in some uh baseball labor rights guy and he was like yeah no these guys are fucked for a while because the major league players continuously sell the minor league players down the river oh yeah give them worse and worse and worse and worse and there's no reason to think they will stop doing that um like i think maybe the best they can hope for in the next cba is that they get rid of that draft pick compensation for players that are recently free agents yeah Uh, yeah if if a player leaves as a free agent you should get nothing like, uh, sorry. The, yeah. I, I think that's the that that should be it. You had your chance to re-sign the player. You either didn't offer enough money or enough opportunity to win. And uh, and even if you did, uh, they, they are entitled to their choice. It shouldn't be tied to anything. And that will also sort of make it a bit more interesting in that um, it'll force uh, some more trades like the like the bets one. Um, yeah. Where if you are convinced that you're not going to be able, well, the the Red Sox could have easily resigned him and just didn't yeah. care to. But I mean, Betts Betts countered their offer with like thirteen for four hundred or something, like less than Trout is making. It, probably what his market value is, and they didn't even want to because they offered him ten and three hundred, so they were never close. I I would be disinclined to give anyone over eight years, but I would be so inclined to set a per year record. I just like we'll give you eight years, forty yeah. a year. Like let's do it. Who says no to forty million dollars a year for eight years? Like probably nobody. Yeah, it, you you're exposing yourself to a similar risk. It's just like oh, we we either overpay um, on year eight or overpay on years nine and ten. You know, it, it's I I think it makes sense to put that sort of money into it and i know that 10 million dollars in a given year may be harder to come up with like you have to that has to be generated from somewhere but um they're not hurting for it yeah i i may have been or not me specifically but people with uh, similar viewpoints of me may have been part of the problem why this like why major league baseball like added the salary cap and or the uh I was luxury hate- tax and all that because like for a while when i was younger I was, you know, just constantly annoyed that the Yankees were the only team that would spend all this money and just really sucked that they would buy a team to put together. But now that I've gotten older, like, it doesn't suck. That's okay. They should be able to do that. Like, who gives a shit? It doesn't even work all the time. Well, that's my biggest problem with baseball. It's not even the salary cap. It's the revenue sharing because it's just why try when you're getting a check no matter what. Like, that's what happens with, like, that's why Tampa doesn't have to spend. That's why Oakland doesn't have to spend. Is because as long as they stay within the rules, they get their share of the revenue. Yeah, that's it, um. What wasn't it? Uh, Hank St- uh, or uh, Hank Steinbrenner found out that uh, that the pirates were making more in revenue sharing than they were spending. Yeah, 
and that's, absolutely lost it. Yeah, like I think revenue sharing is can be good if it's done the right way. But in baseball, it's not being done the right way at all. Yeah, the NFL seems to do it just fine. Yeah. Well, the NFL's like they've kind of perfected the salary cap. Like it, it, it's a hard cap. That's well, the that other problem too. with baseball is it's not a hard cap. Yeah, so you just pay a fine. Yeah, it's kind of what saved hockey was the hard cap. But like, what is the level of fine for the luxury tax that you can eat, like with a smile on your face, if you win the World Series? Like, if if you said you had, to, we have to, we have to get a hundred million dollars from you. Because you went so high over the cap, but you won a World Series. Like, you're still going to make money off that. Yeah. And the thing is, it's only really after three years that you have to get under before, like, the heavy fines start coming in. And that's what happened to the Red Sox. Is this year would have been the year where they would have lost, I think, draft picks. And also gotten fined. I didn't know so, that about the, the Pirates and the revenue sharing. What um, I don't. What do you think just being in the playoffs generates in terms of millions of dollars by, for with the added TV revenue? Like being that? in a playoff yeah. series. Yeah, I know it's not like the it's one. Not, it, it's not Champions League money, but yeah. Like, what did uh, b- between? Uh, uh, do you know off the top of your head uh, how much Liverpool made ju- like just from TV rights for the Champions League last year? I don't. I think it's. Well, it's a lot. Uh, I think it's like 50 million pounds or something yeah. like that. I just know from playing football manager that it's it completely just changes everything. Years ago, like when whenever when during the Arsenal years where it was the, the fourth place is its own trophy uh, years. Yeah. I remember the, the number was 25 million just for being in the Champions League. Well, there was uh, that big article um, last month about um, Red Bull, um, Lesbeg, at least I don't know how you say it, the German, Leipzig. the German Red Bull. Yeah. How they. Um, that's how they're gonna. That's how Red Bull is gonna profit now. They put all that money into building that club up, and now that they're gonna have Champions League money, it's all worth it. Yeah, it, it's, they done. they bet on they, they bet the right way. Uh, Arsenal bet on financial fair play coming in, and you would only ever be able to spend what you earned. Um, and their financial model for years was trying to keep it all under control because they thought felt like some sort of cap was coming, and what was actually coming was just so much more money. <laughs> yeah. So uh, turns out uh, they did it the right way. We did it the wrong way. Yeah. All right. I mean, I think we're gonna. Yeah, yeah. Call Brent, it here. Brennan's cutting us off. I'm oh. cutting us off. I gotta edit this. He's gotta edit this thing. Yeah, that was a long Red Sox conversation that I had a lot. <laughs> I had to. The only the last thing I just want to say one more thing about the Red Sox is Tom Warner, one of the owners, bragged that the new players they have seventeen years of team control. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, what fan is like, oh man, we have a guy who projects to be a backup catcher under team control for six years? Holy shit! Like, they yeah, they're so bad at Michael their jobs. Chavis for so long. You yeah. do you do get the guys who think it's their money. There, there's, oh, there's, yeah, yeah. there's enough of a, a, a small but vocal minority of people who uh, explain how the money uh, should and shouldn't be spent. They think I, that it really does affect ticket prices, where no, ticket prices are going up no matter what. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing you can do about it. Uh, all right. Thanks for joining us, Kipo. Pleasure as always. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, check out uh, Kipo's twitch stream what is what is it just keepo man on it's keepo two underscores man because i couldn't get one underscore 
but you can it's all on my twitter which is one underscore okay um yeah it was a lot of fun it was it was really horrifying stuff to watch uh mike anything to add before we go uh no very little i watched uh the oh uh lightning uh avalanche last night a hockey game of the year real good stuff okay noted have a good week everybody we'll see you next week